Hello, SFFEI listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams, recording on December 15th, and today I wanted to talk about comfort reads because... We are deep in cozy season, and comfort reads are kind of all I want to read right now. Uh, But before I talk about my picks, I'd like to tell you about tailored book recommendations. Are you looking for the perfect gift for the book nerd in your life? You can gift tailored book recommendations from Book Riot. Uh, If you have a special someone they can tell our professional book nerds, who we call bibliologists, about what they love, what they don't, what their reading goals are, and what they need more of in their bookish life. Then they can just sit back while our bibliologists go to work selecting books just for them. TBR does have plans for every budget. Uh, You can gift one quarter or a whole year You can give hardcovers in the mail or recommendations only via email, and the recommendations only level is, of course, available worldwide. So if that sounds like your jam and you're looking for some gifts for your bookish friends and family, or maybe even for yourself, visit mytbr.co slash gift to give the gift of books. Again, that's mytbr.co. Oh, slash gift. Now let's hear from a sponsor and I'll get into my picks. Today's episode is brought to you by Bloom Books. Diana Dixon has a busy summer and no time for tall, gorgeous hockey player Shane's shenanigans. Because you know what? If they shenan once, they'll shenan again. So she thinks she knows exactly who he is when he moves into her apartment building. But turns out Shane's sick of hookups and tired of being on the rebound after his long-term girlfriend called it quits. But when his ex comes back into the picture, he needs a plan. And who better to play his new girlfriend than his sassy new neighbor? So a fake relationship might be perfect for Diana's own ex issues, but Diana is used to living by the rules. Will she learn that when it comes to love, rules are meant to be broken? Make sure to check out The Dixon Rule by L. Kennedy. L. Kennedy is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author with over a million copies of her books sold. So this is going to be another banger, y'all. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Bloom Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95. And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. 
But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Elena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. Okay. So my first pick is a bit of a cheat, so I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way. I don't often cheat, so I'm allowing myself this time uh, because I wanted to talk about a fairly recent book, Finna, by Nino Cipri. And this is a wonderful novella that has everything I'm looking for in a comfort read. It is basically like a warm hug. And that's not to say that there isn't some fraught moments. I mean, the whole book starts out with Ava, who's the sales associate at a very uh, Ikea-like store, superstore. And Ava has just broken up. She just experienced a breakup with her partner, jewels. So it's a little bit sad right away. She's obviously feeling it. And then she shows up at the store. It happens that Jules is also an employee at this store called Littenfarld, um, which is, you know, as I said, like a Swedish uh, big box store for furnishings and stuff. Um, and you will definitely recognize Ikea in it when you read about it. So she and Jules are feeling a little awkward around each other. And then a somebody's grandmother gets lost in the store and she and Jules end up falling through this wormhole in search of this grandmother. And the funny thing about this story is that the unusual the phenomena is just taken as a normal part of a day working at Littenfarld. So it is not anything that the their manager does not expect, but they end up going through this wormhole to different worlds, to different, you know, parallel universes. And it becomes this sort of journey where they have to come to terms with what happened between them and, you know, confront some things between themselves, as well as have some adventures in the mix. And it's really not fraught as much as you might think with a story like this one. It really is a wonderful, short, sweet adventure and it has a really lovely conclusion. So I love Finna. Uh, it's a book that you can return to again and again because it's like a low risk. It's super short and it's just, it leaves you with a lovely feeling. So again, that was Finna by Nino Cipri. Okay, my next book is kind of a divisive pick in that, you know, people feel very differently about their reading experience when they read Gingerbread by Helen Oyeyemi. I love this book personally. I find it very comforting. It is a fairy tale, 
which is always whether a fairy tale is dark or lighthearted, I tend to find fairy tales comforting for some strange reason. Um, I think it just takes me to my childhood. And gingerbread, I say it, it can be divisive because gingerbread serves a lot of vibes, but it doesn't have like a really straightforward storyline. It's kind of all over the place in a way. And by the end of the book, it can be hard to decide or to sort out like, you know, what, what was this? What was this that I just read? What was, what's this experience I just had with this story? But I love the characters. Um, the story predominantly follows Harriet, who has a daughter and she ends up through her daughter's cunning, having to divulge the history of her life, which is really mysterious. And it turns out has lots of surprises, including the fact, and maybe particularly the fact that Harriet does not come from our reality. She comes from this mysterious place that doesn't even exist on a map. And she had this whole life before she had Perdita, her daughter. They're living in con the contemporary UK at the start of the book when Harriet tells the story of her life. And she goes back in time to talk about her life in this unreal place where she grew up on a farm and ended up working in a factory and then coming to the UK and becoming like a sort of, you know, PTA style mom, but very out of place. And, you know, nobody really gets her. And all she really has, Harriet, is this gingerbread recipe that is like a big hit. And gingerbread is a big piece of this story, as you might imagine from the title. And in the true Helen Oyeyemi style, there are so many incredible visual elements and so much strangeness that's just threaded through this book, um, including Harriet's relationship and friendship with Gretel. Um, again, hearkening to some fairy tales here. So Harriet and Gretel grow up in Drew Hastrana, this place, this this strange island nation. Um, and they have this really, you know, unusual relationship with each other. And Gretel is such a strange character and figure in Harriet's life. And Gretel sort of comes back to haunt Harriet in her life in present day. And it's just a, a strange and and fascinating take on the fairy tale format. And that's not to say, I say, you know, this book has a lot of vibes, but doesn't have a straightforward story, but that's not to say it doesn't have a message or it doesn't have anything to say. It definitely has things to say about things like capitalism and classism. Those two things come to mind immediately when I think about this story. And if you're, you know, okay with going on a really strange rambling journey and, you know, not having things wrapped up 
with a bow in a tidy package by the end, then I highly recommend this book. So again, that was Gingerbread by Helen Oyeyemi. And that's it for my picks today. I hope that you find something cozy to read this winter season and that you have a wonderful holiday if you celebrate. SFF Yet is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And if you have a moment, please do review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It does help people find us, which is fantastic. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Williams, mostly posting to my stories, quite honestly, because that's what I enjoy doing. Um, Again, that's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B-Williams. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.